Caravan Tribe to another Walking with Tina today. I'm Tina over here with your Backup Plan app. I'm the creator and developer of your Backup Plan app, and I cannot say more about it. But you should make sure you download it today. That's for darn sure, because you never know what might happen. You never know. Anyway, if you are new here, thanks for coming on board. Thank you for coming on to our show and watching Walking with Tina, where we talk about estate topics and we talk about celebrity family estate feuds each and every week. Um, and you'll never believe who this week is. Well, I guess you do, because you can see their writing up top. But from billionaire to chaos, uncovering the untold story of Howard Hughes's estate. Yeah. Wait till you hear this crazy, crazy, crazy story of Howard Hughes. You won't believe it. If you are new here, welcome. And if you are a past subscriber. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. You know, I really true, truly love you guys. And I love sharing with you each and every week. I'm the author of in the blink of an eye, just like that, your life changes in a flash, just in that snap of your fingers. Whoosh. That's how fast life happens. And when life happens, and you're not prepared, it's the worst time ever. Yes. Do I get, do I hear a, yeah, hallelujah, amen to that one, because it's so very true. I am a financial advisor as well, and an emergency preparedness coach, and that's why I can bring all of these types of things to you, no matter what comes your way, no matter what falls your side of the day, perhaps, or the moment, the car accident, the tornado, the hurricane the loss of your home in a wildfire or an earthquake. Ugh, there's so many around the world these days. The pandemic. Sometimes we're not given five-minute evacuation notices, guys. We are not. And if you're given five minutes, then you are truly blessed because you, you can then maybe grab a few things. But if you have a plan and you have your backup plan completed, You've got it all done. You've got your grab-and-go bag. You've got your emergency kit. You've got your photographs that you need for insurance purposes and making claims. You've got all of that stuff all done. You're not running around the house in two minutes grabbing things that is too late. Just like when someone's passing away, it's, it's too late. It's too late to find out where they banked. It's too late to find out their bank accounts or investment accounts. There's so much unclaimed money in the world today, in the UK, in England, in Canada, in United States, Australia, everywhere. There's so much unclaimed. It just keeps on going up. It's like debt. It just keeps on increasing. Every single day of the year, it increases because families don't know where their family's bank accounts are or investment accounts. So guys, let's get this program started. I'm so happy to have you here today. And we're going to talk about from billionaire to chaos. That's for sure. And stay tuned. Yay. Yay me. You're back. I'm so happy to have you. Let's talk. Let's get this party started and talk about Howard Hughes. Oh my goodness. 
Anybody remember who Howard Hughes is or was? He was an American business tycoon. He was an aviator. He was an engineer and he was a filmmaker. He was born on December 24th, 1905 in Humble, Texas. Hughes became one of the most influential figures of the 20th century. He inherited his family's successful oil tool business and expanded into various industries, including aviation, entertainment, and real estate. He was a prominent American business, aviator, filmmaker, um, and passed away on April 5th, 1976. His death triggered a long and contentious legal battle over his vast estate estimated to be worth billions of dollars. The dispute over Hughes' estate involved multiple parties and lasted for several years ultimately becoming one of the most famous and complex probate cases in history. I wouldn't say this would be a successful thing to leave. So don't try and do this one because it's not a good thing to have an award for the most famous and complex probate case in history. Definitely not. It is a mess. So let's find out why. He was known for his eccentric lifestyle and reclusive nature. As a result, his personal affairs were shrouded in secrecy, and he left no clear instructions regarding the distribution of his wealth upon his death. This lack of a valid will or estate plan led the foundation for a, for a protracted legal battle, and that's saying it lightly. Hughes gained fame for his avi aviation achievements, setting numerous speed records and founding the Hughes Aircraft Company, which played a significant role in the development of military aircraft during World War II. He also ventured into filmmaking, producing, and directing movies such as Hell's Angels and The Outlaw. In terms of family members, Hughes had a complicated personal life and multiple relationships, some of which were subject to dispute during the estate battle. Here are some of the key individuals who fought over his estate. One of them being, does anyone remember Terry Moore? She was an actress who claimed to have been secretly married to Hughes in 1949. Moore asserted that she and Hughes had a marriage certificate but this claim was later disputed and ultimately deemed invalid. Oh dear. Ellen Rice Hughes, Howard Hughes's aunt, argued that she was the closest living relative and rightful heir to the estate. She claimed that she had also been appointed to Hughes' legal guardian and sought control over his assets. However, her claim was also rejected. Melvin Dunmar, this is an interesting one. Uh, he was a gas station owner, alleged that he had encountered a disheveled and confused Howard Hughes in the Nevada desert and gave him a ride to Las Vegas in 1967. 
Dunmar claimed that Hughes had left him a handwritten will, which named Dunmar as a beneficiary. This will was also ultimately dismissed as forgery. Hmm. Let me think about that one for a quick second. How could that be? Howard R. Hughes, Jr. and Howard is the son of Howard Hughes and his first wife, Ella Rice, was involved in this estate battle. However, his legal standing and claims to the estate were challenged and he did not emerge as a significant contender. So Howard Hughes Jr. was not a contender. Other alleged heirs were numerous individuals came forward claiming to be illegitimate children of Howard Hughes. However, their claims lack substantial evidence or legal recognition. That's, it just seems so common, doesn't it, when that comes about? There's people that come out of the woodwork everywhere. It's worth noting that this estate battle involved not only family members, but also various corporations, organizations, and individuals who sought control over Hughes's bizpire and vast wealth. These parties included the Summa Corporation, the Howard Hughes's Medical Institute, and individuals with ties to Hughes' inner circle. Ultimately, the estate battle involved a wide range of claimants, all vying for a share of Hughes' estate. The disputes and legal proceedings continued for many years, involving numerous lawsuits, appeals, and negotiations until the estate was finally distributed through settlements and court rulings. Anybody want to guess how long that took? How long do you think this probate and settlement of his estate took through court? Do you want to give me a year down below in the, in the description box? Give it your best shot, okay? Tell me what you think. How long did it take? We're going to put it up at the, at the end of this video. The legal proceedings were with a search for a will. It all began there. That's what every family tries to find. I've had so many clients say that their parents said that they did a will, but nowhere to be found. Or they said, I have everything done. You don't have any worries. Famous last words. Absolutely. So, of course, this proceeding started, well, does Howard Hughes have a will? Numerous wills purported to be Hughes surfaced during the initial stages of the estate battle. However, all of these documents were deemed invalid or fraudulent. And the absence of a legally recognized will meant that the distribution of Howard Hughes's estate would be determined by the laws of intestacy, which govern the distribution of assets when someone dies without a will. That's when the government steps in and decides for them. Various individuals came forward claiming to be Howard Hughes's heirs, including distant relatives, former employees, and even alleged wives. The sheer number of claimants 
coupled with the complexity of Hughes's financial affairs, made this huge estate battle extremely convoluted. Moreover, the involvement of multiple jurisdictions further complicated matters. Because every remember, every province, every state, every country has different rules depending on where you're living and where the person um, is from that is claiming to be a part of this. In addition to the contest over Hughes's heirs, there was also a struggle for control over his business empire, which encompassed diverse holdings such as the Hughes Aircraft Company, um, RKO Pictures, and significant real estate assets. Several parties, including the Summa Corporation, the Howard Hughes Medical Institute, and various individuals vied for control over these valuable assets. The estate involved intense litigation with numerous lawsuits filed by different parties. The legal proceedings were marked by allegations of fraud, conspiracy, and undue influence. The courts had to evaluate the credibility of the claimants and the authenticity of, of the evidence presented. Well, that must have been crazy. I, I can't imagine the costs that were involved in the legal battle. The comp to complicate matters further, Howard Hughes's estate was subject to a state tax. The Internal Revenue Service, IRS, was a significant party in the battle as it sought to assess and collect the appropriate estate tax liabilities. Valuing Hughes's estate was a challenging task, given the complexity and diversity of the, his assets. The legal battle dragged on for several years involving multiple appeals and counterclaims. It drew widespread media attention and public fascination due just to the immense wealth at stake and the, the, the type of person that Howard Hughes was. The case became a spectacular, with sensational headlines and courtroom dramas dominating the news. Anybody remember those days? Hearing that stuff over the news? Ultimately, after more than a decade of litigation, I'm giving you a bit of a tip here. The estate battle was resolved through a series of settlements and court rulings. The estate was divided among various parties with a significant portion going to the Howard Hughes Medical Institute, which became one of the largest charitable organizations in the world. The Howard, I'm talking about leaving a legacy, wow. The Howard Hughes estate battle serves as a cautionary tale about the importance of proper estate planning. Hughes's failure to create a valid will and establish clear instructions for the distribution of, of his assets resulted in a protracted legal battle, enormous legal expenses, and a significant portion of his estate being consumed by taxes and, of course, legal fees. The Howard Hughes estate battle was complex and lengthy legal dispute that involved numerous claimants, extensive litigation, and of course, substantial financial interests. The absence of a valid will and the secrecy surrounding Hughes's personal affairs contributed to the complexity of the case. 
The battle over his estate ultimately ended up with a series of settlements and court rulings highlighting the importance of proper estate planning to avoid such disputes. And of course, the impossible has happened. Now the federal government hasn't done away with all death taxes. No. No, ice cream is not free. No. No, it's more astounding than that. Howard Hughes, who died in 1976, will finally have his estate settled and closed. And it only took... 34 years. 34 years, guys, from 1976 till now. Howard Hughes, the eccentric aviator, engineer, and film producer, without even a will, and as a consequence, he died in testate, meaning state law determined that his estate was divided among 11 cousins. However, the litigation over the Howard Hughes estate dragged on for years. The final estate being settled is the $230 million payout to the estate beneficiaries for their interest in a Las Vegas residential project called Summerlin. The payout will come from General Growth Properties, Inc., a company in bankruptcy that is the last asset of the Howard Hughes estate and it will end up closing out the estate. The only hurdle left is the bankruptcy judge approving the settlement. Wow, what a mess. Let's talk about some of the most interesting things that happened around the Howard Hughes estate. As we talked about, I can't get over this one. A man who allegedly found a disheveled and dirty Hughes on a highway in Nevada in December 1967 gave him a ride to the Sands Hotel days after Hughes's death. A handwritten will was supposedly delivered to the charitable driver, giving him $156 million. The litigation lasted several months before the court declared in 1978 that the will was forgery. In 1984, a woman named Terry Moore came forth that we talked about, alleging that she and Hughes were married on a yacht in international waters off the coast of Mexico in 1949, and they were never divorced, so she was owed a large portion of the Hughes estate. She was paid an undisclosed amount of money to drop her suit, even though she never produced any actual proof of the marriage. She eventually wrote a book called Beauty and the Billionaire, which became a bestseller. In the last years of Hughes's life, he was so concerned about the effects of nuclear tests that he offered both Presidents Johnson and Nixon $1 million to stop the tests. Well, in 2010, more than 34 years after Hughes died, it appeared that having the sole assets being real estate involved in bankruptcy was enough for the lawyers and taxing agencies to let go of this estate. What can we do in this complex estate battle that ensued after Howard Hughes's death? What could we do that could have some proper estate planning? Here are some things to consider. The most crucial step, which I talk to you guys about all the time, would have been for Howard Hughes to draft 
adopt a legally recognized will. By clearly stating his wishes for the distribution of his assets, he could have avoided much of the confusion and contention that arose after his passing. This would, would have provided a clear roadmap for the division of his assets and his estate and reduce the likelihood of any disputes. Hughes could have appointed a trusted individual to act as the executor of his estate. This person would have been responsible for overseeing the distribution of assets according to the terms of the will. Selecting a competent and impartial executor would have been helpful and it ensured that Hughes's wishes were carried out efficiently and without bias. Creating a trust could have provided Hughes with additional control and flexibility over the management and distribution of his assets. By placing his assets into, inside into a trust, which we talk about in Michael Jackson's video as well, and so many of them, he could have designated beneficiaries, outlined specific instructions, for the use of these assets and potentially reduced estate taxes and probate costs. Well, it could have helped with time too. Time, costs, legal fees, all of those things. Hughes should have regularly reviewed in his own situation, family circumstances, updated his estate planning documents to, to reflect any changes in his own life in his financial situation, in his marriages, in his relationships, in his personal preferences. This would have helped ensure that his wishes were accurately reflected and minimize the risk of outdated or conflicting instructions. Consulting with an experienced estate planning attorneys, accountants, and financial advisors would have been beneficial for Hughes. These professionals could have provided guidance on the best strategies to protect and manage his assets, minimize tax liabilities, and create a comprehensive estate plan tailored to his specific needs and objectives for his wishes. Hughes could have been proactively communicated his intentions regarding the distribution of his estate to key individuals involved, such as family members, business associates, and trusted advisors. Openly discussing his plans and addressing any concerns or questions would have reduced the likelihood of any pop-up surprises or misunderstandings later on. Given his vast wealth, Hughes could have explored philanthropic options during his lifetime establishing a charitable foundation or making significant charitable donations could have not only benefited causes he cared about, but also provided tax advantages and potentially reduced the size of his taxable estate. Hughes could have maintained well-organized and accessible financial records. Should I do the thing like Blake does on The Voice? Yes. Yes, that's it. That's what you have your backup plan for. That's linked down below on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. Just hit that button. Well-organized and accessible financial records. This would have facilitated the process of valuing his assets, 
determining their ownership, and providing a comprehensive overview of his financial situation to the relevant parties involved in the estate administration. And by taking these proactive steps, you have to be proactive, you can't do it after, Howard Hughes could have avoided much of the complexity and contention that arose after his death. Proper estate planning would have provided clarity, reduced the potential for legal battles, and ensured a smoother transition of his wealth to the intended beneficiaries. It would have established his wishes, it would have eliminated a lot of the costs involved and the tax implications as well as the legal fees. Can you imagine in 34 years what kind of legal fees there were? I, I can't even imagine. Well, guys, isn't that crazy? And I hope that you've all gained something from this great, great video that we put together about Howard untold story of Howard Hughes. I've never heard of it before. I did know that there was dilemmas. I remember it in the news, um, media talking about it. But I hope that's helped all of you guys to understand it a little tiny smidgen more. If you have any questions or comments, make sure you mention them down below. Just click on in the description box. You'll see um, a few words written and then you'll see more and it's highlighted. Click on that and it will bring you up another box which has the rest of the description below in case you want any uh, links or want to read anything further about anything that we've given down below. If you guys need help with establishing your will, your power of attorney, your living will or medical directive, click on um, my email down below and send me a quick message putting needing a will up at the top in the description box. We can help you. I, I'm going to put a link there uh, very, very soon. So you can just press on it and send me a message. I'd love to help you. If you don't have someone right now, as we speak, I'd love for you to get that put together as that's one of the pieces of the pie. Only one though, there's a lot more to the pie. And in your backup plan, it goes through all of those sections and really guides you through it. So I hope that we've learned something from Howard Hughes's mess and all of his money, how can someone have so much wealth and built up so much wealth in his lifetime and be so, I want to say effed up, so crazy, so messed up at the end? How, how can that even be? It, it floors, it just blows my mind. Because, you know, there's so many people, there's dentists that die on golf courses and you don't know when your last day is. You honestly don't. You don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. You don't know if you're going to be here next week. So get a plan and started. Any part of it is more than what you've got together right now. So even I always say do one part, do two parts, do three parts of it. It's way more than so many people have done. And have those family conversations. And if you need guidance, you know where to find us on Facebook group. In your backup plan, we give you guidance in webinars. And we have so much fun doing it. So stay tuned for next week's Celebrity Family Estate Feuds and Estate Topics. And see you later. Stay safe and be kind. Till next week. <laughs>